Hi, I'm Ryan. I'm playing Gashana the Immolator. Hi, I'm Zach. I'm playing Omid the Mage. Hi, I'm Nathan. I'm playing Raul the Battlemaster. Hi, I'm JD. I'm the Dungeon Master for this series. This is ChimeraCast, a Dungeon World actual play podcast. Feel free to follow us on Instagram or Twitter at ChimeraCast. left off we had talked about the fact that you guys were searching for the key to get you into Ypsilanti's dimension. This key is a book uh, that apparently can also function as some sort of whistle or flute that you have tracked down to the the home of a collector. I will say I would like to establish a couple of things. Um, first off this collector you have actually approached him to purchase or otherwise somehow acquire the book uh, and he turns you down. His name is Farr, P-H-A-R-R. He's a scribe in exile. He lives in a lighthouse. This lighthouse he has essentially turned into a massive library, building makeshift shelves and such. He is tasked as part of his exile with keeping the lighthouse uh, lit. However, it has never ever run out of fuel and never burned out and no one actually knows what it even runs on. So it's kind of like a theoretical position or like a, a What's the word I'm looking for? I'd say uh, it's a, when it's like something false. It's, it's a, like a ceremonial position. Thank you. Oh, oh, that's yes, very good. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So far, it essentially has been tasked in exile with this ceremonial position of keeping the lighthouse lit, which is not really a necessary task. So in the meantime, uh, he spends his time reading all of these books that he's collected. He's in a sort of aristocratic exile where he lives a pretty luxurious lifestyle. There are guards on the island that this lighthouse is on. It's in kind of a, a rocky seascape coast um, kind of area. They are both tasked with preventing his exit and also preventing anybody else from fucking with it. You guys know about all of this. You have gone up, you've been welcomed into the lighthouse, and then you were resolutely told to fuck off. We're going to open up this game with y'all in a camp. Night has just fallen. You have not kept a campfire because you were planning this heist you are going to make some sort of approach back to the lighthouse in order to attempt to thief away this book that you need to access the dimension. I'm going to introduce a custom move that I wrote for this. I hope you guys like it. When you reveal something about the lighthouse, say what it is and roll plus intelligence. On a 10 plus, it's exactly as you say. On a 7 through 9, you are mostly right, but it's not so straightforward, not exactly as you described, or it's changed somehow. And on a 6 minus, there's a major complication. So this basically allows you guys to establish how you are planning to enter this place, take this book, get out. Does that make sense? A point of specificity, when you say the lighthouse, do you mean the situation around the lighthouse? Do you mean the structure of the lighthouse? Both. Okay. Anything broadly with regards to this sort of heist situation, any of those things you can say. Basically, because you guys have been there, you've sort of scoped it out beforehand. Mm -hmm. You guys are going to do more as characters than I'm going to ever give you in detail. So feel free to use that however you want, really. So for now, let's just open this scene. Um, it is a um, temperate rainforest kind of climate. Think Oregon, Seattle. You're on the coast. You're camped up, or you've been like staying up in some, some rocks kind of hidden from view from the lighthouse. What do you do? So I believe everybody is kind of, we've eaten, eaten our dinner for the evening, probably some, some, some salted meats or what have you. Whatever travels well at this point in this place that we could probably get easily. Maybe, maybe some fruit we got from the local flora and fauna. I want to I go over this one more time. Is everyone all right? We can set fire to the lower level of books, and that'll draw everybody in. And that, may, that way we can escape through one of the upper windows of the lighthouse without causing any major structural damage. So we all get in together, and we escape through the upper level together, and we leave no one behind. Yes. I think the only issue will be dealing with the smoke as it rises. So, J.D., what I want to say about the lighthouse is that it's structurally largely made of stone, and therefore the only things that will burn will be the books, as far as the structural damage. I'm actually fine with that. I feel like that would be an obvious thing. And okay. And I suppose the, a, a window on the same floor as the book. Yeah. You're revealing that there are windows that you plan to escape out of. I like that. Roll it. 
That's an eight. We'll find out why that's a complication later. That's totally fair. But Kashana, I'd asked you earlier to scope around the area of the building. I could plan out what we do when we get in there. Did you find us an easy way in? The wall stops at the beach. We should be able to go through the water up until then, and then slip up the beach and into the grounds. So you're going over, uh, like, going up to a beach and going over a wall? Like the wall stops at the beach. Oh, the okay. Water, so you yeah. wade into the water and... Yeah. Got it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yep, like it. This is plus N, right? Yep. Fuck. There are... That's a five. <laughs> there are sharks in these ones. We'll do one more, and you guys can feel free to use this once you're in there as well. I think that this will establish that, that and then like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is good that we got some time in there with Thar. I had enough to peruse his many shelves. Noticed that all of the mundane books were on the first floor. It only makes sense that he would keep ones that he was unwilling to part with in a small, personal library. I imagine he must keep them near him. You're trying to get the location of the book, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Hey! <laughs> ah! Uh, that's still gonna be a nine from me. So officially, night has fallen. You know that now is the time to act. Just as a heads up, you guys do have like a dinghy that you have traveled on. Oh, around this. Around I guess this, we're on this island. Area. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You guys are kind of in a coastal, like broken up piece of of area. So there's a lot of like jutting rocks and such. I'll keep watch. Kashana, steer us toward the entrance that you had seen before, please. Of course. I think looking at Gashana, she looks like a wet cat. Just hair plastered everywhere. She's miserable. She looks miserable. It is. I mean, I'm I'm from the desert. This probably isn't much better to me, honestly. Like, that's true. We kind of all are, right? I believe my city is on on a near a, a body of water. Oh, okay. So yeah, I'm not. I also like the scenery. This rather, I like the scene of a of an elvish princess like rowing this boat, <laughs> doing a horrible job at it too. I have to keep watch. All right, I think that you guys are slipping as much as you can, trying to quietly go through. The water is mostly calm now that it's nighttime. Uh, however, now that the wind has kind of settled down, there's like a, uh, a scent of rotted fish just kind of in the air around this area. As you all are coming up, getting close to the wall that you're planning on kind of um, passing right by as you go up, this, up to the beach, a big rock smashes into the boat, making a massive hole in it, and you hear shouting from the beach what do you do if we have enough time before this before this sinks you said there's shouting from the beach is there is there yes. fire can we see who's there probably is fire now so they, they lit up as soon as they did it yeah is this a group that's planning on attacking us yeah these are guards of the lighthouse okay that's yeah. not just somebody who's living over here and correct away correct it's almost as if they knew to watch the place where the wall doesn't fully oh, connect <laughs> yeah mean, weird yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're not a, you're not a, you're not the battle master. That's right. <laughs> well, that's for damn sure. Yeah, weird, weird that I sent you to go scout the area and not doing it myself. I don't know why. In retrospect, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Oh well. Do we swim for it then? Is there dry land nearby that we could possibly get behind, or get on behind the wall still? Behind the wall, probably not, because it's just at the beach, which is where these guards are. So the rest of it is like cliff face, kind of. Yeah. Uh, there, uh, so there's the wall, like around things or whatever. You guys could go back somewhere and probably find dry land as well like it's within there's plenty of places within swimming distance you can get to but none of it would be in the lighthouses like area it's not on the, the lighthouses island what do these guys have for a light source is it like torches bonfire there are torches being lit there might be some lanterns as well actually can i make out anybody giving orders near one of these torches or lanterns go and discern realities man you just answered all my questions yes or no you're letting him roll damage <laughs> now it's fine the uh, 10 all right you have three questions Who's really in control here? Keep going. I want to see what else. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What should I be on the lookout for? I'm torn between what here is not what it appears to be and what here is useful or valuable to me. Right, go with not what it appears. I don't know. Yeah. Because useful or valuable, you're just looking for who's in charge. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. What, what here is not what it appears to be then? So who's really in control? Um, there definitely is one of these these guys giving orders. There probably is some sort of rank or a discernment of rank, but you don't know what they would be. Yeah. These guys are all wearing just like gray and green cloaks with like these big wide helms. They have like essentially padded shoulders that make their like cloak look huge and massive. But yeah, one of them is giving orders for sure. Your next question was, what should I be on the lookout for, right? Yes. There are more of them behind the wall waiting for you guys to come up onto the beach and then they would circle you. 
than what here's not what it appears to be? Yes. What this appears to be is like a group that is everybody that they have. It's not. And so they have reinforcements. Is that basically... What is not what it appears to be is um, the entire lighthouse contingent is not necessarily aware of your presence here. Does that make sense? They haven't sounded an alarm yet. Yeah. And so it's not like they have all of their forces here, but also their forces are not necessarily all aware that you're encroaching. They're waiting to encircle us. But I think if we can get through them without raising the alarm, the rest don't know we're here yet. Far will know that it's us, and he'll get rid of the book or put it somewhere else. This is our only opportunity now. We need to move forward and keep going. We'll have to rely on our escape route later. Try to punch through these guards now. Omid, have you told Gishana, like, what you can do? Like, what's your magical... I was actually about to make a suggestion. Okay. Perhaps, if we are willing to get a little bit wet, we might be able to avoid an entanglement. I could populate the raft with images of us while we make a way further down the shore. Where's your the meteor or your stone? It's on our left side. Omid, you've expressed before that you are worried about using this power. Are you sure you want to do this now? And Rao, like, I don't want to say caresses your side, but, like, puts a hand on the stone. Y'all hear splashing as guards are moving into the water to come after you. Yeah. I would rather risk that than be run through at the outset of our mission. If you can distract them now as we come up to the beach, I can blind them. And good, let's do it now. And I'll deal with any contingencies. Your magics, my friend. Everybody out of the boat, if you don't mind. As you guys slip out. Yeah. Omid does as well, but like keeps his hands on the side of the raft, um, on the lip of it. And then you, if the camera zoomed in, you'd see the fingers kind of like tightly curl around. Basically, what's going to happen is it's like this kind of small sticky webbing will kind of come up from under his clothes and out through his fingertips that hopefully, if this goes off well, will kind of create a couple of, uh, three different kind of like shadows. Yeah, you're casting the spell. Let's do it. It's going to be a seven. I think that this spell won't last long. Uh, we'll have to hurry to take advantage of it. And then also, because of the hurried nature of it, I think it's going to sap my energy. I'm going to take a minus one to casting spells uh, forward because I'm th these types of illusions and things, I usually legitimately have my footing and I'm like wading in water and trying to concentrate my energy into this boat. And I think, therefore, it's kind of like a rocky, a rocky kind of connection to try and do this in this kind of compromised position. All right, yeah, I'm cool with that. And so this, this boat is, like, slowly sinking and filling with water, but now that there's no weight in it, it's sinking uh, less quickly because I assume these, like, shadow forms are intangible, right? Yeah. And the three of you have slipped into the water. For now, it seems like you've gone unnoticed. What do you do? So what are they? How are they? What are they doing? Are they moving? Still moving toward the? So the guards are basically like wading out from the beach towards the water, but it's slow going, and they don't have a lot of light where they're at, so they can't quite tell. I think what's going on. I believe we're gonna be moving toward shore just quietly. That was the plan, right? Puncture through. That was the yeah. what we discussed. All right. Uh, who's leading that? Yo. Go ahead and give me a defy danger plus dex, unless you think you can make an argument for something else. No, it's gonna be. I think dex is what I would go with. So. Cool. Not Rao's greatest step. It's a six. All right, there it is. I think that you hear you hear some shouting. Probably a torch gets thrown onto the boat so that they can see it really well, and so your illusion dissipates mm -hmm. in the light. They quickly realize. They they look around. They spot you guys. There's a contingent of three of them kind of wading through the water. You guys are still probably waist deep in water at this point, uh, which is gonna make this fight a little hectic. They come at you, they draw their swords. They each have these kind of blunt-ended uh, short swords that they carry with them. Do they have torches, these three? Uh, one, one of them, them does, yep. I'm going to turn the fire on that torch, or try to, into like like a big serpent of flame that just like hits him in the face. You're trying to do Zuko style, right, for this? Yeah. Let's do it. Cool. That's a 10. 
On a 10 plus, it does as you command, taking the shape and movement you desire for as long as it has fuel on which to burn. Okay. That's probably not going to last that long anyway, but at least like, yeah. give you guys a little bit of an advantage on this dude, uh, just because it's like a torch, and torches never really have that much fuel to like work with. Yeah, yeah. Especially since the everything else around you is water. <laughs> There's no yeah. to burn here. But for a little while, at least, there's going to be this, like, serpent of fire kind of dancing around his, his face, and he's, like, trying to, like, bat it off. Like, it's not, like, burning him necessarily, but it's certainly right. enough to draw his attention and keep him focused on, on that. Rao, what do you do? One of them is coming at you with a sword drawn. I'm going to also, just as a little, like, note so that we're all visualizing the same thing, these dudes look like Juggernaut with, like, a cloak. Like, that's the shape of their helms. This is, like, wide, like, upside-down Half holes. semicircle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, like, yeah. these big, wide helmets. I'm going to say arbitrarily that you're, I'm between the two of you, or rather I'm between them and the two of you. Yeah, if you were leading anyway. I yeah, I'd so. assume so. So I'm going to plant my feet and point my spear at them and just prepare for the attack. I'm, I'm intending to defend here. Cool. You have a short spear, right? So you don't overreach. Is that correct? No, I'm pretty sure it's got reach. Yeah, it has reach. Okay. It's, that's um, I just couldn't remember. Yeah, it's a, it's a bill hook is, is what we, what we talked oh, about. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. So seven. So one hold, right? Yep. Yep. I mean, they're going to probably basically hit you before they're going to hit anybody else because you have reach. Mm -hmm. If you want to spend that hold in any particular way, you're still waiting for them to really kind of get under your guard and go for an attack. My default tactic is reactive. When I'm attacked, I can counterattack. Would you say that takes me out of my defensive stance? Um, no. That seems right to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Seems like it, it, it follows philosophically to me, right? Yeah. You're able to hit them before they're able to hit you. Because you have reach. Mm -hmm. Are you doing something with your defend? Otherwise, the question is like, you don't have close. But if they're attempting to attack me, right. I would be parrying their attack. Yeah, yeah, right, which I'm fine with. If they close the gap there, am I still? do I still have my hold is what I'm asking if this fails. Uh, or I, th I think so. I think it just changes what you're like, what you're maybe able to fictionally do. But I just wanted to check, right? Like you yeah. gotta be able to hit them with the with the shaft of your spear or something. But you're not gonna be able to like really get at them. I just wanted to see if you wanted to do anything because really you have the first uh, opportunity there. Yeah, I just I'm just you're still playing this totally cautiously, I think. So yeah, I'm also trying to hash out the mechanics of how these things interact. Right. Right. So I think one of them, um, he's kind of coming up and he's going to attempt to maybe bat away your spear, but you're keeping it like focused or whatever. But at the same time, one of them is going to lunge for Omid. Omid, what do you do? He's lunging with a sword. Short sword. Short yep. sword. I'm going to try and use my engraved staff. Omid's not going to swat at him like a fly. I think Omid's going to try and basically just like, if he's lunging at me, just check him. And like push it, push him back and into a disadvantageous position. Go ahead and roll defend for me. That'd be a ten. All right, so you have three hold. You can go ahead and spend any of them that you want to right now. I'm definitely going to open the attacker up. I think that's, that's what, what that sounded like. It, yeah. For. Yep. But you've got some extras there, so you can either keep those or use them. I think I will keep them for right now. Totally. Fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So I think I'm just rebuffing him, trying to give an opening to someone who is. More skilled. Yep, that sounds good. <laughs> Gashana, this is now coming to you since everybody else is playing cautious. After I like firebended the flame, she starts digging in a pouch at her belt and pulls out the manacle that when she was a slave was like clamped to her wrist. And it used to be a whole set that went to both wrists, but this it's like melted to almost slag. And she locks that around her wrist. You can see her light starts to come from underneath of her skin, of her like wrist and hand. And I am going to attempt to summon my burning brand. Love it. Let's do it. Nine. Go ahead and read this move since it's the first time we've yeah. used it. Yeah. Burning brand. When you conjure a weapon of pure flame, roll plus con. On a 10 plus, choose two of the following tags. On a 7 through 9, choose one. You may treat your int as your strength or dexterity in regards to making attacks with this weapon. The weapon always begins with the fiery, touch, dangerous, and three uses tag. Each attack with the weapon consumes one use. I think I'm going to pick the throne tag. So it gives it the throne property and the near range. So you're like Havoc. Yeah. So so I see this guy come after Omid, and I'm going to try to blow his head off. What does this look like? Like I just point my hand at him and just shoot fire out of it. Great. I'm into it. Roll that volley. <laughs> ah! That was a three for uh, all you kids at home. Go ahead and roll your damage. Five. This guy's going to take five damage, and so is Omid. <laughs> ah! oh, that's cool. Yeah, I can live with that. So that's my interpretation of dangerous tag. He's throwing it. It's just it's hitting in a big spread, so it's catching Omid yeah, as well. Like a big fire grenade. Yeah. 
So here's what I imagine is that like it it hits him and then just fire goes like splashes out like hot oil. It catches on Yeah. It may very well be more steam, just scalding flesh more than anything else. Oh, that that's actually kind of cool. Yeah. Can I dive into the water and try and have this effects damage on me from one of my hold? I like that. I like that a lot, actually. Yes, you have the hold, so go ahead and spend it. Rao, we're going to go back to you. Okay, so while that's all happening behind me, this guard is attempting to... to... This one, I think that you two are kind of um, playing parry you know, a little bit because you're still on the defense, but he's going to try to catch under you again. You still have a hold to spend, right? I do. I, I want to I wanna actually use the counterattack move. If you wanted to, you could potentially like just spend that to give yourself a plus one to this roll. I actually like that. So I've got him. I've got him at at arms, well, spears length, and I push him back a little bit and put him off balance. But he still tries to get an attack in, and I'm gonna. Well, we'll see how this roll goes out, and then I'll I'll tell you. I'll describe how it goes. Yeah, I'm super into it. Box cars, baby. Whoa. <laughs> nice. Go ahead and roll your damage then. That's four damage. So I push him back with my spear and he still kind of he still attempts to lunge forward with it and I just swat his arm out of the way and uh, get him just good in the leg and he so I kind of I I parry I, rep, I parry him as well as do my damage so I I stab him in the leg and I think he drops and then I think I just drag it across for a little bit more oomph yeah all of that under the water too which is cool yeah yeah I love that Omid you had just dove under the water I think that this guard who was also scalded did the same thing you guys probably run into each other under the water. You're now in very close quarters combat. You're both kind of realizing what's going on at the same time. What do you do? So we're so we're like really like we're basically about to grapple. You're entangled, I'll say. Omid is going to try and grab him around the chest and just start squeezing as hard as he can, which isn't actually very hard, but his intention is to bring out the force of his magic to start crushing down on this guy's ribs. Which category are you going for? What is your opposed? Fire and light and being loud or obvious. I suppose you're not being loud or obvious, but this certainly isn't within your strength either, right? No, yeah. What are your focuses again? Dance with shadows, incite terror and panic, and shroud the truth. Bro, why don't you incite terror and panic into him? Try to confuse him about which way's up, right? Like, that's, that's a problem drowning people have anyway. Yeah. I actually like this. What if I do actually just try and grab hold of him to focus this this magic as I attempt to confuse him about where he is? Let's roll it. Nine. So choose two. It won't last long, and it affects much more and much less than you wanted it to. All right, how about this? I don't think I'm going to make it affect all y'all, but I think the other guards that are near you guys all get hit with this fear. Probably the one who had the fire serpent like swimming around its head he probably is back far enough that he just runs for shore the other two uh, are going to panic in kind of the opposite direction freak out so much that the one who Rao was fighting with he charges you blindly and this one who's attacking you Omid you grabbed onto him to do this so as far as he knows he's caught and somebody's trying to drown him and he's freaking out he's going to attempt to cut whatever vines have wrapped him up and are trying to drown him which are your arms what do both of you do? You, you both have time to react, but you guys have to kind of act immediately on this, I think, before Gashana gets a chance to. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to try and just get wrist control of his, of his short it. sword. Yeah, hand. that's good. That's, a, that's great. Go ahead and give me a defy danger plus strength. Hey, a 10. What the Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. He's shaky. He's real shaky, right? This makes perfect sense, I think. Um, <laughs> you're able to grab it. He probably even maybe loses his sword. Mm -hmm. um, just kind of in the water somewhere. He's still probably a threat to you, but certainly less now than he was just a couple of seconds ago. Rao. So I've just slashed this guy across the leg pretty good and drawn back to my reactive stance. And then he just charges me. Yeah, he, like in blind terror, just lashes out. I'm going to use counterattack again since I can't really hack and slash. I'm going to level my spear at him again, and I'm going to try to keep him at length long enough to drag my spear across him and redirect him a little bit so that he falls to one side away from me. Yeah, I'm into that. Go ahead and give me a defy danger plus dex. Is that cool? I can either defy danger or I can use the counterattack. I don't think it's... Because the counterattack deals your damage, right? And I don't at think a, that's at what a 10 plus. On a oh. 7 through 9, it just counters the attack. Oh. Yeah, do a counterattack then. That's fine. Cool. <laughs> Didn't matter. That's a 3. You do manage to, like, kind of, kind of get him, but in those last, like thrashing and he like throws his sword at you go and take just like a uh, actually roll um roll 2d6 but take the worst 
one damage. There you go. And then armor applies, obviously. Okay, so, so that it could very well be nothing. Yeah, I think it. I think it cuts through. Like, so I've talked about this before that I have like a really high collar that comes up around my face. I think it just cuts through some of the some of the bit that he couldn't. He just couldn't see where I was really. Yeah. Cool. And then you guys hear a cling, 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 cling up on the beach. I don't. I'm underwater. I probably you probably hear. Like, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Gashana, what are you doing? You're kind of the the the, yeah. the only one now who has your senses about you, I guess. Can I see where Omid and this guard are like thrashing around in the water? Yes, absolutely. Can I pick out between the two of them? Are you gonna attack? I was gonna try to like punch this like because right now it's a touch. If I, it's not thrown, it's at yeah. touch. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna try to like punch it down into the guard, like grab the guard and burn him. I hate you. I think just go ahead and give me a hack and slash. We'll just see how this goes. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm about to hate you. That's a six. <laughs> You're kicked out of Bullet Club. You're I kicked out of Bullet Club. <laughs> Sorry, I'm only really excited because this creates party tension, which is the best. I'm just like so thrown because I knew exactly, and then JD's eyes just went over to me, and I was like, you son of. I knew exactly what you were like. Oh, no, you don't have to discern shit, because I know exactly what happens on a six minus. Yeah, my little Dungeon World babies have raised you so well. <laughs> it just hurts. It hurts when you know it's coming, and then it just does come. It's the scary movie part, like, don't go in there. Don't go in there. It's not good to go in there. Roll it, baby. Oh. Sorry, Zach. I'm at seven HP. Ouch. I think that as... Guess uh, who's her only person who's hurt me this whole time? That, was that only Delta Zach? Which yeah. Is, which is fine. A 7 through 9 was going to be neither or both. <laughs> I think that as that happens, this guard's going to take advantage of this and push away. And he's going to attempt to like get back to shore, but in his panic, he like swims the wrong way. And he just like swims out to sea. He drowns later. That's a little vignette. <laughs> what was his name? Jimbo. Jimbo. In a later issue of this, we'll revisit this entire scene. And the entire issue will be about Jimbo. <laughs> he's wearing very heavy armor. He's not going to make it that long. Bye, Jimbo. Rest in peace. All right, so you three are essentially unchallenged at this point. You've uh, effectively eliminated all of these guards, um, but there's still a bunch on the beach, and this alarm is clanging. The rest of the lighthouse will essentially be aware of you. What do you all do? I assume Omid is still kind of struggling to get up. You're wearing, like, loose clothing in general, right? And all that was kind of... I wear, I wear like, black wraps, basically, around my whole body. I do think they're probably burned the fuck off wherever I just got hit with. Where did you grab me, Kashana? I think I said, like, in the shoulder. Yeah, I think probably all those robes are burned off. Let's say my left side. Omid is clutching his left shoulder side where Gashana grabbed him and probably burned that first layer of flesh. Let's be honest, that third layer of flesh. Like, everything is burned away, and all of his clothes are, are probably burned away up through, like, his peck and all the way down to his hand. Like, that, that was a bad, bad hit, like... Yeah. Thinking of mechanics to storyline, you did seven damage, like you fucking lit me up. <laughs> That'd be like a narrate how you kill them type of type of. Omid, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I. More of these guards are coming into the water. We have, we have no time for apologies. Save yourself. Let's get ready. We need to keep moving. Omid just darts his eyes at Gashana and then looks to the ground as if to say, "Let's carry on and get this shit done." Rao's gonna start moving toward this group that's coming toward us they're moving into the water now is that what you said yes how many probably five at this point a couple of these ones have spears that end in the same sharp cornered they're essentially spades let me keep myself between you two and them this time and again i want to stand between them and these guards that are coming go ahead and roll defend did you drink a potion or anything that was going to say i think that's what's going to happen right as we're about to do this i'm going to smash a potion sure Kashana, what are you doing you can roll and just What's the range that these guys are coming at? Are they near? Yeah, they're near. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> fine. Okay, let me let me roll my defend first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I am going to spend my gambit. I'll make that a seven. You have one hole. Yeah, I'm going to, like, pick a guy out of the center. I'm going to try to aim sort of, like, for the legs midsection and try to maybe scare some people at the same time as, like, taking a guy out. I am specifically not in his way this time. <laughs> <laughs> Very specifically <laughs> to right. the side. Noted. Noted. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's a five. I think that you see behind them out of the lighthouse come like a fucking big group. And they're going to literally make a line with shields on the beach, like right on the shore where the waves hit. This route is closed to you. 
there is no chance. And there's still five of them approaching. What do you guys do? Oh, also your fire just goes whew, way out. You, okay. you can keep that last use. Okay. Well, General, what do you suggest we do? We don't have a boat, right? Maybe swim back around, but that's dicey given that they're chasing us. They're not all in, like, heavier armor, are they? It's armor, but it's not, like... Well, I mean, their helmets are heavy armor, but the rest of them are not. Okay. Rao, didn't you say there was another entrance to the tower? I know we're not going through the front door where all of they are. Off to the east side, there's a hole in the wall. They irrigate their shit into the water. I was hoping we could avoid crawling through their excrement to get into the lighthouse. I guess I was wrong. Back up. Get moving. I'll slow them down and meet up with you in a moment. Go ahead and roll to reveal first, and then we'll handle the rest of this. Thirteen. Good news. There is, in fact, a tunnel full of shit. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, that's, that's just always how it's going to go. Something that's already a real compromise. <laughs> Kashana and Omid, what do you two do? It sounds like Rao is uh, standing in defense of your uh, quick exit. How do you go about that? High knees, through the water. <laughs> I think right before she turns to run away, Gashana's going to use her last use of her firebrand to, like, throw a bunch of small darts into the water and try to make, like, a bit of steam. So that's definitely not falling under... I like it. But Burning Brand is explicitly, like, a weapon, so I don't think that, like, you, you don't have, like, an area tag, you don't have, like, a, a... Yeah, that's true. A hazard tag, which is the way that, like, the channeler handles it in Grimworld. The Brand, you can either attack somebody, or you could potentially Zuko-style something like this. Or maybe you have something else, but I don't think you can just use the last use of your, your Brand for that. Could he use the last use of the Brand for Zuko-style? No, because that sets a dangerous precedent that I don't like. Combos? I picture it as like Zuko Styles manipulating mundane fire. Yeah. Yeah. Burning Brand is a magical fire already. Yep. Cool. Is that cool with everybody? No, that's that, fine. That is, and okay. you're and you're not wrong in your concern. And yeah, I'm just gonna hightail it. Good, get out of here. <laughs> okay, cool. One of you two maybe give me a defy digital's constitution just to see how this trolls out. I don't care which one of you. You can just do whoever has the higher stats. Then please. There it is. <laughs> Ah, but your dice, I forgot. I thought <laughs> about saying that before. That was running through my head the whole time. But it's Ryan rolling. But it's Ryan rolling. But I refuse to Holy say anything. shit, dude. That is a five. Woof. The Jazz 2.0. <laughs> I'm going to beat Token X uh, record. Land speed record. You have I'm six experience. Or no, five experience. I have five. I'm going to level up tonight probably. Or I die. have zero. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, what I think that boils down to is that this is going to take a little bit for them to get away. Makes sense. Wow, this means it kind of just puts you in a rough spot. Yep. What are you doing? You have a defend. You have one hold. They're probably getting within spear range of you at this they're, point. They're within spear range of me. My question is, how do you keep their attention on you? Because they need help getting away. They are going to get away, but they need time. And you know that they need time. Because they're clearly not moving very quickly. Guess who's going to have to change his tactics to uh, reckless? Just uh, to explain this a little bit, why I'm, I'm doing this, I'm, my alignment is good, endanger yourself to make a plan succeed. That's what I'm, goddammit, I'm going to do it. So I, I have them at spear range, and I think I'm, like, poking them back a bit. I'll go ahead and spend my, one of my hold to, would you let me spend that to just open up an attacker? With, can I, could I be that ally that the attack is open up to? Otherwise, I'm just going to spend it to deal one damage. I don't really have, I can't redirect an attack to myself in this situation. I can't have damage. Because you're going f against five people and also, like, you're the focus of their attention or you're certainly trying to be the focus of their attention. I'm okay with it. I'm cool with it. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to spend that to open up one of them. It doesn't really matter which. They all have spears. They all pretty much indistinguishable. Two of them have spears. One of the spear guys then. Cool. And then I'm going to step forward and I'm going to be begin spinning my spear above my head and I'm going to move into the reckless tactic. I love that. So you have to roll to change tactics, right, as the Battlemaster? I'll read that move. Perfect. When you draw on your knowledge and training to assess a combat situation, roll plus int. On a 10 plus, you formulate a plan and select a new tactic. In this case, I am attempting to keep their attention on me while still hopefully taking a couple of them out. On a 7 through 9, also choose 1. The new tactic isn't as effective. Take minus 1 forward. An early plan led up to this. Spend 1 gambit. The tactic requires that you draw attention or put yourself in a spot. The GM will tell you how. So I'm going to go ahead and roll plus intelligence. 
So that's a six. I can spend one. I'm going to make it a seven. One gambit to make it a seven. Okay. As I'm already in a spot and attempting to draw their attention to me by just going with this tactic, I'm going to take minus one forward. Because this honestly probably isn't going to be very effective. So let's fucking do this. I think that first one with the spear is going to attack you. The one that, not the one that I opened up, the other one? No, uh, well, actually, I guess it probably would be that one. Yeah, that makes sense. The one that I opened up? Uh, the one that you did not open up. Cool. He's attacking me? Yes. What do you do? I'm going to hold my spear at the very tip of the of the shaft. I'm going to try to bring it down as far away from myself as I can and try to outreach him a little bit. I like that a lot. Let's do it. Hacking and slashing? Yep. With my minus one forward? Yep. True roll. And what do you get for the reckless again? I get plus 1d4 damage. Oh, nice. This is more of a flavorful choice in, than it is a <laughs> mechanical one. I like it. That is a fail. All right, so I like this. So you're going to keep him out of range, and that's it. He doesn't manage to get anything on you. You keep him out of range. We'll come back around to that. I will say that you probably have drawn enough time that uh, that the other two have gotten away, but now you have to extra it yourself. Yep. You have a game plan for that? You're still in reckless. What are you doing? Five of them total, right? Yep. I brought the spear down at full length into the water. I'm going to pull my spear up really fast. I'm going to try to splash water in the face of the rest of them. You're like swinging it as you pull it back? Yes. Okay. And attempt to back up a little bit as I do that. No, fuck it. We're in, we're in reckless stance, right? So I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to leave as quickly as I can. I'm going to turn and run. All right. Go ahead and just give me a Defy Danger plus Intelligence for quick thinking. It's a seven. All right. One of them is going to catch you across the back with his spear as you are just booking it out of there, right? Cool. Go and take a D6 of damage. That's one damage. Yep. It just cuts your armor a little bit, and you're good. Dope. Kashana and Omid, you two have gone somewhere, presumably around to the eastern side. Where are you guys at? Are you just waiting there? What are you doing? It's probably sort of crouched in the lee of where this wall, we'd be in shadow. Like uh, where the wall runs along a rocky outcropping. That makes sense. Yeah. Hardly an auspicious beginning. I, uh, I apologize for burning you. Perhaps if you take time to understand what you're doing, it will better serve us in the mission to come. As for me, I will be fine. But perhaps you should lead the way going forward. I will remind you that our bond, Gashana's magic, is loud and ineffectual. That's why it's perfect that this is happening. Mine is, I will teach Omid the true meaning of sacrifice. Mine is, Gashana has yet to learn the ways of battle. Giving some pain to the flames is not always a bad thing. Some blood had to be spilled to ensure... Success in our mission. You were simply honored to be the one to spill it. I suppose I had thought that I had left an empire who thought such ways. Not just that we need to spill the blood of our enemies, but that we should spill the blood of our own. It might be best for you to examine not just what you worship, but how you should exist in worshiping it. Perhaps it would serve you to find something worth suffering for to worship. I have suffered. I will not hear of your conjecture. You do not know what I have been through. You, your story is told in your scars. Oh, hey, look, Rao's here. <laughs> that does seem like a that seemed like a good time. Yeah. You guys hear distant words kind of drifting through the air. Maybe you know that they're still busy on the other side. You imagine they're not going to try to crawl after you, but they're probably gathering boats. Or some such. However, above you, about 15 feet in the air, is a big tube of shit. What do you do? All right, let's 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 get going before before we have too much time before they catch up with us. Do you have a rope? I have a rope. Do I need to? Should I get a grappling hook too? Probably. Yes, that's the way that I usually do it. That is too adventuring gear. And by spending that, I'm cool with you guys. Just. You successfully use the grappling hook. You guys get up there. You begin crawling through a tunnel full of shit and piss. While we're doing that, somewhere in a distant land, Omid, tell me a little bit about the mentor who was tasked with training you on behalf of the Shah. So let's go with this. I had talked about Amun being the person that I had seen go full twilight mage in this way in this excruciating process i had seen him kind of erase himself i think that's that's going to be the person who who trained me one of the more powerful 
people in the Shah's army. But before this process finishes and they are fully wiped, as it were, their knowledge is great and their understanding and their ability to kind of teach is at its height before they become disconnected from everything, right? Before the uh, even the thought of imparting knowledge becomes an abstraction to them, right? Like the idea of teaching, it seems almost inaccessible to them as the idea of uh, empathizing and sympathizing fade away. What did you, what did you want me to, sorry, that, that's kind of the premise. What that's it, the, that's all I needed. Cool, cool. So as you guys are coming through shit, we see a scene far away in the Ashkashari Empire. A black figure with these black wrappings similar to your own, wrapped in Tyler around his very muscular frame. He's an imposing figure, but even his face is covered in wraps. Along them, you see arcane words written along every inch. He stands in front of a moon, holding a sword. A moon's arms and legs you realize, have been boiled away in the water over a fire next to him. Amun has clearly been kept alive with magic, and this figure puts this hooked blade around the back of his neck and cuts his head off. You emerge from the shit. You just crawl out of a toilet. What do you do? I suppose now that we're here, we can continue with the plan as it was. Are we on the main floor, JD? Would there be a way for me to... Yes. Um, yep. Ashana, are you prepared to set fire to the remainder of this level? Of course. All right. Stay behind me. All right. You guys uh, emerge onto the bottom floor of the lighthouse. Much of this is a massive columnar chamber, obviously, going up into the lighthouse. There are stairs that switch back, back and forth, back and forth, with platforms kind of on each side. Along all of this is sort of scaffolding or makeshift large shelves that have been just piled up with books. It doesn't appear to be in any kind of order that you can discern. There isn't very much activity down here, so that's a benefit. Uh, I'm going to get a torch out of, from my adventuring gear and light it up. Omid? Yes? Start moving up the stairs. We'll be right behind you. You know where we're going. Yeah. Looking up... Can you see all the way to the top? No. So at a certain point, there are like rooms. Okay. Like, uh, this right. whole section is all just an open column. Gotcha. Omid starts booking it up the stairs quickly, but softly. Great. I'm going to start lighting like a stack of like parchment on fire and then try to use Zuko style to make the flame like spread out in a circle along these bookshelves and the stacks and stuff, like pushing it. Yeah, just trying to accelerate this pretty naturally. Yeah, I like it. Let's do it. Oh, motherfucker. Wow. How do you do this? I have no idea. What is this What is this weird dip in the bell curve right here? <laughs> <laughs> All right. You light this place up. But boy, do you light this place up. Yeah, we knew. We knew. What do you do? We're going to start moving back toward the stairs. So basically, uh, because this is um, burning so quickly, the scaffolding is burning a lot faster than you expected. The books are certainly burning a lot faster than you expected. So you guys can start heading up these stairs, but it's you know it's kind of creating a conflagration pretty quickly. You go. I will be fine in the flames. Will you? This is. Uh, will you be fine in the flames? Do you have like you have like you? Yeah. You can't, oh. Non-magical heat and fire cannot harm me. Okay. Rao, Rao probably knows this. You probably just see me like reach into a campfire, like I'm just throw like a throw like a, a, a potato into the fire and then just grab it like. Oh, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. yeah, I love that. All right, but hurry. And yeah, Rao's gonna run for the stairs. Gashano, are you planning on doing something else down here? No, it was that was just more for okay, like have him get out of here. Sure. And, I sure. think that happened before this got like really bad. That makes sense, actually. Omid, you have been making your way up. Um. You're just continuing to run up the stairs. Is that pretty much the plan? Yeah. You're going to come to a, a trap door eventually that leads up to the next level. Omid is in a rush, but I don't think he knows exact that this fire, you know, he kept running. He's going to take a half a moment and 
I think in kind of cartoonish fashion, like put his ear close to the trap door. He does know that this is the quarters of Far, and he wants to see if he can get a little insight into if he can hear Far like talking to guards or if he just hears nothing, like he's already evacuated or something and being taken somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. I'll just say that you hear nothing. I'm going to just slowly lift it up, trying not to make any sound. Sure. The scene that you have in front of you, it's dark in here, but from what you can make out, this is like a, a kitchen kind of area and like a, there's like a dining table over in the corner. It's pretty Spartan, mm-hmm. but this is definitely a place where people prepare meals. Is it more stairs up past this area or? Yeah, there are some more that will keep going up from here. I mean, if this is just a kitchen, this isn't what I'm looking for. I'm going to keep going up. If there's no doors or anything else that leads anywhere else, if it's, especially if it's Spartan, there's just like a table and. Yep. It actually yeah. makes sense that you guys probably would have maybe even passed through here earlier. I was yeah. trying to think of how exactly that went down, but I didn't want to really like do it. So whatever. Uh, I was thinking that uh, Far takes people in his quarters, takes visitors in his quarters. So we went right to. No, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So nope, you would know that this where this is, and you need to keep going up. Yep. So I will keep going up through cool. through there. Cool, cool. The next spot up, you're gonna be in kind of like a den. So as far as the den goes, there are bookshelves here. There are bookshelves. Oh, in the there are bookshelves. Kitchen. Yeah, there are bookshelves <laughs> in, the, in the in the kitchen as well. This is, this, is this, this is like there's like a there's like a uh, a reclining chair and uh, like a desk to write at. Is this his personal stuff? Is this where we met him? Or this probably would be the place that you met him. Yeah. Yep. I imagine this is where I got the impression that we would start get seeing more mm-hmm. uh, personal items of Fars. This is where I would have seen even just reading the. You know, reading through some things casually, I've been like, this is this is knowledge greater than what we saw downstairs while we were waiting to meet with him, right? Because I assume right. when we came here, we waited. No one was here, but we waited like 45 minutes before he was ready to see us. Because I'm writing a little fiction about Far that he has a little bit of an ego about him because he seems aristocratic if they're going to give him a, a non-job. Yeah. In that case, I'm going to probably start rifling around and looking to see if I can find the book I'm looking for. Sure. I will say you don't find that. If you want, you can add two more books to your collection. Oh, uh, yeah. I probably stumble across something that... Just things that seem interesting. And yeah. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Kashana, you running up still as yeah, well? Yeah. Now, and now you're running up as well? I'm probably moving a lot less gingerly. Sure. Then. I'm, I'm kind of panicked. I think that I've kind of... I've gotten a little frazzled. And so where Omid, like, carefully opened the trap door, I'm throwing it open. You're not going to be able to get there yet. Okay. So before you do, part of the scaffolding, which is burned up the side, is going to fall down on the stairs in front of you. I'm going to use these tactics as, like, mindset as well as combat strategy. So when you say scaffolding, what are we, what are we talking about here with, These like, are basically just very deep bookshelves, very tall bookshelves. So you have to picture books not of, like, paperbacks that we think of today. Most books are going to be big. Yeah. They're going to be heavy. Well, they're, all, they're all on, like, parchment. And they're very expensive. You guys literally just burned a fortune. This is Alexandria going up. This is a big fucking deal. So this is like when you say a scaffolding, this is this is a bookshelf coming down essentially. Yeah, essentially, yeah. Because I was I was thinking of like some de- like debris that I. Could I think that there are ways to like walk up onto these and stuff like individually, like rather than have a ladder that they're spinning around or whatever. So they have platforms and stuff to them as well, just to be able to access them from the main stairwell. But it's an elaborate bookshelf that's falling in front of you on fire. This is, I'm giving this more thought than is really necessary. Yeah, fuck it. I'm going to, like, jump through this fire that's over it, like, kind of, like, jump and roll over this fucking thing onto the stairs. Go ahead and give me a defied danger plus con. It's a five. Yeah, you're only going to inhale some smoke, and you come out the other side coughing like a motherfucker. Uh, Go ahead and mark sick. Kashana, you're coming up from the bottom. Yeah, when I come up to this, like, falling down bookshelf, I just walk through the fire and pat Rao on the back on the other side. Like, help him cough a little bit. <coughs> Best we keep going. Now you guys are at the door. You're in front now, at least for this little bit, yeah. I think. Where, yeah. wa- where once I was going to, like, throw it open, you've kind of taken the lead a little bit. Yeah. I assume that this has to be the way Omid came, and just push it open and climb up into this living quarters. Yeah, you guys hear shouts echoing up from below you and probably some splashing or something. They're trying to put this fire up. Good luck, fuckers. <laughs> okay. So I found the books, but the one I'm specifically looking for is not here at all. Correct. More stairs up. This is like a smaller room. There's a little, like, partial elevation change, but then a door, actually. Omid, I think, is still unaware of what's transpired. Maybe he's heard some rumblings, but I don't think that's 
alerting him to like, the whole place is on fire, maybe get moving. So I think he's still acting a little bit subtly. Do I hear anything on the other side of this door? Snoring. If I hear snoring, especially, it must be monstrous if I'm hearing it through the door and over everything else. I'm going to try and softly open up the door. Go and give me the five intervals. Dex. Seven. You open the door. There is a candle that's burned very, very low. Far is at like a little desk. He has fallen asleep. His head is on the book that you need. Kashana and Rao. You two are probably coming up into the den area. You probably are seeing the open door to Far's room. The dim candle coming from outside. I would like to go up to Far. Basically, I want to glue his eyes shut. I like this idea that he, when I wake him, he will think that the world, he will try and open his eyes and he won't be able to. Why don't you just paralyze him then? Give us something that we can hit your flag on. I imagine that you're approaching cautiously, mm -hmm. regardless of what you're about to do. Yeah. So I think Kashana and Rao, you probably are coming into the, the back right at the same time. How is your flag worded? Dissuade? Discur uh, discourage me from using my magic on an unarmed or helpless person. What do we see you doing in, like, preparation? I mean, yeah, yeah besides, like, big spooky, <laughs> right, like, glumping... I actually just think that you see me behind him, and it almost looks like I'm checking his pulse, but it's so clinically, like, slow that you're just like, what? It seems unnatural, because you know why we're here, and it seems... You're also like just reaching for somebody's throat. Exactly, and they know right, what you yeah, do. yeah. Mm -hmm. I actually want to just come up behind him and gently touch your shoulder. I don't know how startled you are, if you would be startled, necessarily. I'm trying to do this as delicately as I can. I don't think I would be startled because I, my aware, I would have spread my awareness out to the room writ large, right? Um, so I de and I left the door open. I assume I could, I knew you guys were coming in. When you touch my shoulder, I look back over and then I gesture towards the book that we obviously need, like, and then give you that shrug that says like, "That's what we need." Of course, it's underneath him. I just look at you sorrowfully, like a lot of pain in my eyes for a minute, and I reach very slowly. I'm going to try to pull the book delicately out from under his head. Go ahead and give me a Defy Danger plus Dex. It's a seven. I think that there's a, a moment. You hear <laughs> and so you all like freeze. There's a couple of breaths. And you just start snoring heavily again. And then you hear a crash from down below as you slip it gently out from under him. Not too long after that, you hear, like, the, the door from the kitchen, you assume, just bang open. What do you guys do? Are there metal fittings on the trap door? I have handcrafted, yeah. and I was going to try to, like, so I can make things out of metal with my bare hands, or I can destroy them. And I was basically going to try to fuck up the hinges on this. I actually door. like that a lot. That's sweet. I love it. Handcrafted, you may use your hands in place of tools and fire to craft metal objects. Mundane weapons, armor, and metal jewelry can all be formed from their raw components. You may unmake these things as well, but to do so with, without time and safety may require that you defy danger first. Yeah, that's cool. I'm just going to have you defy danger then to do that. Probably just, uh, what's your normal, it's channeling is con, right? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead and give me defy danger plus con. I'm going to do it. Seven. Yeah, I think right as you get that done, you hear, like, a, it. they expect it to, like, open up, and so it's just smashes into your oh you hear some more like shouting and some banging on the bottom of it it probably jolts a little bit like you had to do it pretty quickly it's not gonna last very long yeah what do you guys do i think that you're the the banging on that bottom of it far goes <laughs> i mean it's a deep sleeper it's gonna maybe be a little bit but <laughs> omid is immediately gonna be like where are the windows where are the windows so there's like a one more level on top of this one and then the last level on top of that is where the fire is. But the level right above this is where, like, all of the, the, the theoretical maintenance occurs, right? It's, like, where the, where the mechanism for, like, reflecting the light and stuff is all, all kept. That's where the windows are. Yeah, one more level. Upstairs, let's go. Lead the way. I do, I lead the way. Great. So what's the order on this? Uh, I believe, Rao, you were leading the way. I am. Okay, who's next? Omid, maybe? Yeah, I think Omid's in the center. That works Kishana for me. In the back. You come up, and it 
smells terrible in here. Awful. More specifically, it smells like bird shit. There is a nest, probably the size of like a king-sized bed, in the middle of this room. And there's a bird, like an eagle, a little, a little less than, you know, five feet tall, probably. But it's certainly not happy that you guys are here. And it's going to come screaming at you, Rao. What do you do? Just immediately, like, leaping off of its nest, wings outspread, talons forward. Yeah, still and reckless. Fuck it, I'll charge it back. I'll take this fucking bird on. You know, i try to run this bird through and keep it at, at, at range as well as I can, but I don't think that's really going to happen. Only because I think you have range, I'll give you a hack and slash on this. Cool. It's an 11. Ooh, yeah. Uh, go ahead and roll your damage, man. Let's do it. I'm going to put myself in a spot. You're also reckless, right? Yep. So you get, yeah. So since, since I'm in reckless, I get an additional D4. I'm going to use the 10 plus on hack and slash, put myself in a spot. I'm going to fuck this bird up. Okay. Also, the other half of reckless, when I take damage, I take a D4, initial D4. Oh. I don't know. 11. You fuck this bird up pretty good. You might even just skewer it through, but it's a pissed off mama. And so it comes at you and, and is hits with such force that you definitely weren't expecting it. It's going to claw into you a little bit, but I think it just catches like on your leather. However, you're getting knocked back out this window that you were trying to escape from. Wait, so him and the bird are being yep. knocked out the window. Yes, correct. Omid, you're the next up. You see Rao just at the verge of teetering off the edge of this, of this open window. I'm going to grab him because I don't think... The bird's in between you and him. I don't care about that bird. Okay, just checking. Yeah, I will, I will attempt to grab Rao. Cool with this. Um, this bird's still alive. It's not doing very well. Yeah, that's fine. So it's going to thrash at you. That's fine. All right. You can grab him, but you're going to take a D8 of damage. Cool. Five. So now you're at least stable at this point. But, I mean, you guys are still kind of on the ledge. It's not a great spot. Shoshana, you're now also emerging. What do you do? So Rao's got this massive bird speared through, and it's, like, it's close enough to him that it's, like, clawing at him. Get out my burning brand again. Do it. That's an 11. Great. Fantastic. Yeah. So I get two tags. Nice. What are they? I'm going to remove the dangerous tag. Hey. Nice. <laughs> and then I'm going to add the hand tag to it. Then I assume. Yeah, I'm going to try to kill a bird. Great. Yeah, I can slash. Well, there you go. He's not. No, no. What's that push at? A six. Okay, I can, I'm, I'll spend my gambit and make it a seven. Oh, nice. Yeah, go and roll your damage. <clears throat> that's one. Ha, joke's on you. That's enough to kill the bird. Yes! <laughs> How do you kill the bird? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like in its death rows, essentially. I'm just going to stab it like up underneath the wing as it like is like trying to batter at Rao with its wings. Just that's, that's absolutely perfect. You're just going to, it's going to. In its last gasp of life, it's going to peck your hand. Go ahead and take a D8. Let's see how bad this fucks your hand up. Hey. And I get to use fighting fire with fire. I don't know what that does. Yeah. Inform us. When you take damage and that damage is odd after armor, the flames within you come to your aid. Roll 1D4 and either add that many uses to your burning brand, if active. Take that result forward to summon your burning brand or reduce the damage by that amount, your choice. I'm going to take plus two forward to the next time I try to summon my burning brand. It dies. All of you are standing on the ledge, but alive and okay. Now the time for your, the brilliant part of your plan. Uh, Gishana just points out the window. Who's jumping first? What's down there? Rocks. Okay. And just ocean. Just making sure it was like rock. Yeah, no, it's just uh, this. It's a lighthouse on a rocky island. Like It's rocks and water. Yeah. Is there a place for us to like, like hook this... Uh, Either tie this rope off or hook a grappling hook to whichever. What's in here? Is this just like a... Well, mostly it's been taken over by a big burp. But there's like, there's some mechanisms going along, stuff that you guys don't really understand. There's piles of wood that theoretically could be burned, but have never actually been used. So they're old as shit. They're just kind of like rotted. There are places to tie things. Okay. Yeah. I'll, 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 tie, I'll tie this off. Give me a defy danger plus int. Cool. It's an eight. All right. Who's going first? You're going last, I assume. Yeah. Omid, down the rope. And as quick as a flash, because whenever Omid gets orders, he kind of reverts back to his days of training. He does, like, especially those type of things, like situational, high-pressure things. He's just like, boom, shoo, quick as he can be, skimming down that rope. 
And then I assume, Kashana, you're next? Yep. I spent that Gambit or I'm spending it now, whichever you think, to revert to reactive. Okay, cool. Fine with that. And you're going to be last, right? Yep. Cool. So, Rao, once you land, there is a small boat that is out in front of the water where you guys would need to escape through. There are two guards on it. They shout something. Are they shouting something like antagonistic? Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, very yeah. clear that yeah, you guys are there. They they know. Are they they're in front of the boat or on the boat? They're on the boat. Swords, no long range weapons or long swords, range. no long range weapons. Correct. Great. I'm gonna look up how far is Gashana from getting down behind me. Not very far. Okay. I think it's like a slide, right, where the first person lands and the next person goes. Yeah, it's pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are literally rappelling down this place. I think I'm gonna pull out my staff from my back. And start striding very confidently. God, this is such false bravado. If they couldn't stop us, how the fuck do you think you're going to? Give me the fight angel plus charisma. There it is. There's that first one. <laughs> I think much quicker than you expected him to be able to get to you, that boat runs aground. And this dude just takes that flat edge and stabs it into you. Go ahead and take a d6 of damage. I guess it just kind of scrapes across your skin. He was running full tilt probably at me. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I imagine I just reacted in the last second. Like, it was the very last second. I'd be dead if it wasn't for the fact. Right. I was like, huh, he's moving fast. Really fast? <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> and like, he, so instead of cutting me through the heart, he, like, yeah, he, he grazes across my rib area. Great. Gashana, you're there now. What do you do? So uh, I see this guy charge at Omid, and... I'm just going to run up, and as he, because it's like it's sort of a glancing blow, I'm going to just like grab the, the haft of the spear and stab over with my brand. It doesn't have a spear, it has a sword, but that's the same difference. Yeah. Uh, yeah, give me a hack and slash. Eight. Cool. Yeah, you're going to catch him. He's going to catch you. Let's do this. Yep. God damn it. One. All right. <laughs> oh. One. You're going to roll like shit, roll like shit. I guess. I got, yeah. Yeah, so basically your your flame scrapes across his helmet. He tries to cut across you. Do you have armor? No. Okay. I'm going to add that many uses to my burning brand. Cool. So I have five left. Omid, do you want to do anything here? The other guy's now going to be getting off the, the boat as well. His sword drawn. Omid's getting a little bit desperate. Because <laughs> I imagine he like cut me and I fell to the ground. And Kashana came to my aid. So I'm kind of like on still on my on my butt, kind of scrambling. No, I th I think I would just I would draw try and draw my staff to protect myself. Yeah, give me a defend. defensible position. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so this is where it starts to tilt back the other way for me. That's a five. Yeah, he just uh, chops your staff right in half. So now you have two very short staffs. Wow, you're there now. So there's the guy getting off the boat, and there's the guy who just chopped Omid's staff into staves. I'm going to spend my two gamut to just deal my damage to this guy who just attacked Omid. I love that. You're, like, jumping down in front of Omid and grabbing. I knew they weren't very good at fighting, and I shouldn't have left him alone. Yeah, do it. That's seven. How do you kill this guy? So I think they thought, might have thought there were only two of them, because there was a bit of a gap between the two of them and me. I think he just left his flank open entirely. Like, he just had his back to the White House, and I just I just stabbed him in the lower part of his spine, and he just drops. Ugh. Kashana, you still got this one. Toe-to-toe. -to -toe. I'm just going to chop at him again. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Hack and slash. That's a nine. All right, all right. Go ahead and roll your damage. That's eight. Cool. And then roll a d6, because he's going to get damage in on you, but then tell me how you kill this guy. Show me what this looks like. Four damage to me. I think we're sort of like going back and forth, kind of circling each other, and I just see my moment and take it and get him right underneath the chin and this big fucking helmet, just like right through the whatever space there is there. It's like fire come out the eye holes. Yeah, I was, I was getting there. Yeah, the, the fire comes out the eye holes. Yeah. How does he stab you? Just low, like in the side. As I'm like getting close, he's got this short hand, or like short bladed. Yeah, it just slides right across. I love it. Everyone all right? I will be. I'm fine. Good. In the boat. Uh, as as that's happening, I'm throwing these two sticks off to the side that are now my staff, and I'm just taking a short sword up. 
in the boat. Everybody gets in the boat and we, we push off. End of episode. But then the catapult rock is a giant throne that just steps on you a whole bunch afterward, lands on you. <laughs> no, it's just a giant. It's a literal rock that gets thrown out of a catapult. You mean the giant bird? Yeah. No, actually, that's what I thought when you said a rock hits your boat. I was like, Jesus, that escalated quickly. He's here already. Oh, it's like it's <laughs> like a round. Yeah. I was just like, <laughs> yeah. I was just like, what? He's here. He found me. This is an escalation, JD. I just thought I'd skip to the interesting parts. <laughs> The child's here. You're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought that rock. Oh, you thought I meant the bird rock. Yeah, it's like, uh, fuck. This moosh. That is funny, though. I did also genuinely make a rock fall out of the sky and sink your boat, which I That was pretty enjoy. fun. I also want to point out that you created the boat. You told us that we had it. Yeah, and, and I took it away. <laughs> you took it away immediately. <laughs> the DM giveth and the DM taketh away. <laughs> ah! like we were just, I was fine just swimming. No. <laughs> I've been a player for three rounds. Now I'm mad with power again. <laughs>